deal. At home, turn us up. In your car, turn us on. At work, tell others about Talking with Ms. T, the talk show that's giving you trending topics, noted news, interesting interviews, community updates, and so much more. It continues right now. Miss T. She'll do the talking. All you got to do is be a good listener. You're back where it's at, and it's time to chat on the show with the flow that keeps you in the know. We chatter about what matters and keep it real with our spiel. We keep it real and true while we do what we do. Thanks for tuning in to Talking With T, the show designed with you in mind. It's September 28th, and if today is your birthday, you share it with your birthday mates, rapper Jeezy and late soul singer Benny King. Today on the national calendar is National Good Neighbor Day, National Family Day, and National Drink Beer Day, which I encourage you to celebrate after working hours. On this date in history in 1991, the National Civil Rights Museum officially opened at the Lorraine Motel in Memphis, Tennessee, where Dr. Martin Luther King was assassinated. Also on this date in 2000, Venus and Serena Williams won the Olympic gold medal in women's double tennis in Sydney, Australia. The theme this month has been Find Your Strength in September, and you have been encouraged all month to draw from that place within that allows you to keep going even when you're tired, that allows you to press forward even when there are barriers, that allows you to face obstacles and challenges and when you feel like you can't go any further, find that strength that keeps you going anyway. You never know how strong you are until being strong is the only choice you have. Business owners, church leaders, entrepreneurs, why not build your brand on Talking With T, your urban talk show designed to engage, educate, empower, and encourage. Call today, 865-409-1170 for more details or visit TalkingWithT.com. Remember to make note, I'm always looking to share and highlight music from rising artists. I also look forward to more submissions for T's Top Teens and Hometown Heroes. Help me celebrate people making good choices and doing good work while contributing to our community. Also, be sure to subscribe to Talking With T Daily, our online newspaper for your daily scoop of trending news to find out what we're talking about. Keep it where it's at after we hear this track is trending news and hot topics. Would have been meat, would have been eggs, would have been greens, would have been milk, would have been fruit, would have been vegetable, would have been soup. I would have been good for you. You got a bomb. 
Turn our attention to today's quick bits. The U.S. has hit the 7 million mark in total number of coronavirus cases. Tennessee's Department of Health reports 2,104 new coronavirus cases and 1,099 new recoveries. Recoveries are good news, and we hope there is a day coming soon where recoveries are the most prominent numbers reported. Knox County reports 23 COVID deaths in September and 76 new cases. Food insecurities have increased during the pandemic, leaving many families battling hunger. People still aren't taking this as seriously as we should. Sean Myers, however, is learning the hard way. He violated coronavirus safety orders by throwing house parties and now has been sentenced to a year in prison. So 21 states are reporting increased COVID-19 cases and experts warn of a surge hitting this fall. Let's not forget that the West Coast is still battling wildfires and windy dry weather is expected to bring, quote, critical fire conditions. Trump wasted no time in nominating Judge Amy Barrett for the Supreme Court, even as many believe the nomination should have occurred after the election. NBA player Malik Beasley was arrested for drug and weapons possession this past Saturday night and was released on Sunday. NFL Hall of Famer quarterback Joe Montana and his family had an intruder enter their home and attempt to kidnap one of his grandchildren. According to the report, the intruder attempted to grab the child out of a woman's arm when she was confronted by Montana and his wife and they were able to wrestle the baby from the intruder. The police were able to capture her nearby. 
Now, she was pretty bold to enter into an occupied home and have the nerve to think she was going to leave that house with their baby. And now for a delightful addition to this week's show, let's check out this week's tip from Tarika. Hello, my tip for the week is stay out of social media comments. On Facebook and on Instagram, we find our way to look at the comments just to see if, you know, people thinking like we're thinking, you know, it's pretty obvious, you know, what people are thinking. It's not. When you go in those comments, you will see some of the worst comments you have ever seen in your life. Some of the comments, they are heartless. They're ruthless. You would think. Now, you would think that most people are normal and on the on the right side of what this is or pretty much it's pretty common sense things are cut and dry. Oh, no. Some people's minds are really messed up. And nowadays, everybody is on the edge. So it doesn't take much for you to kind of tip over or to go off. So when you're in those comments and you see something that's totally ridiculous, don't even entertain it because there are people in those comments waiting for a fight. I have been guilty. You know, I'm trying to pull back off of it. But sometimes you get caught up in the conversation because you're trying to prove your point. You're trying to let this person know that what you're saying is ridiculous. But there is no reasoning with those people. People are who they are. And I have had to realize that, again, I am a work in progress. I have found that I cannot convince people that this is just wrong. Or how could you say that? They are not with us. They are not with the majority. And the only thing that comforts me in knowing is thinking, okay, they're in the minority. Surely there are just a minimal amount of people who think that way, that think that this should have happened or think that should have happened. So, again, don't even entertain those comments if you can be strong. Don't go in there. Don't even entertain it. Just, just, just exit out. Exit out. And I, too, am going to take that advice because I need it. It's hard nowadays with everything going on for you to be that strong and stay out of there. But I am telling you, this is the tip of the week, the tip of the month, the tip of the year. Don't entertain those comments in social media posts. And I've been talking with T. Everybody's Talking with T, the talk show designed to engage, educate, empower, and encourage the community is on. WJBE 99.7 FM and 1040 AM, just the best every day. All right, listeners, y'all know what time it is. It's time to review trending news and hot topics. And today I'm so excited I have the team together, the know-it-all Professor J and our top investigator, most often instigator P.I. Pam. So we all know the biggest story we have this week is regarding the current outcome of the Breonna Taylor case. We have so many questions. We understand that what is legal is not always just, and that is the systemic problem that plagues our country and us as a people. It's disturbing to me that some people can fix their minds and hearts to think that justice was served to this young lady who was in her own home in the wee hours of the morning and didn't live to see daybreak. And so most people know the case, or at least what we've read and heard through the media, 
And then you have those in law enforcement who are telling us that we don't know the whole story. Well, tell us the whole story then. Help us understand, because what we do know is that several contradicting stories came out from the police department. We do know that the ballistics report doesn't support the Kentucky Attorney General's claim that Breonna Taylor's boyfriend shot the cop. And I personally feel that the injustice didn't start with her death. It started when they entered her home without verifying that the raid was on point, especially since the person they were looking for was arrested in another raid that happened on the same night. It started when you look at the disproportionate number of black lives lost at the hands of law enforcement. Now, the case was proven enough for the family to win a wrongful death lawsuit. They were awarded a record amount of $12 million. But as we mentioned last week, that's a Band-Aid and not a cure. Then after this happened, it took several months for them to get their story together. And then they insult us by charging an officer for shooting at a wall instead of valuing human life. And one more thing, and I'm about to let this go. I'm going to get off my soapbox and turn it over to y'all. They had the nerve to arrest Attica Scott, Kentucky's only black female lawmaker, and charged her with felony riding. So y'all take it from here because I, I can't even really dive into this like I want to because we don't have enough time. And, I, and I'm right with you because, you know, I've just been perplexed, flabbergasted, and annoyed and angry ever since the, uh, the verdict came down. And like you said, that $12 million settlement is nothing more than a Band-Aid. You know, we've reduced her life to a dollar amount, a life that was innocently taken over some foolishness that the cops presumed was right. Mm -hmm. And that's mm -hmm. all I really have to say because I'm, I'm like you. If I say too much more, if I think about it anymore, I'm going to get totally vexed. And, you know, we want to stay on the air. We do. Right, and this has been the main topic on all social media all week, and I have told myself and other people have told other people to not go on the news sites and read the comments, to keep your peace mm -hmm. because these people will have you Googling them and see where they live at. But we have to state the facts that Brianna's boyfriend, he did not, shoot at the police. He shot at someone trying to break in his house. So let's, right. not, let's not forget that. And now they're saying that they don't know for sure that his gun even shot the officer that was shot. Mm -hmm. In fact, that's probably, that's why they dropped the charges against him because they knew that he did not shoot a cop. One of their own shot their own cop. Who knows? We, we had a story that was posted on Talking With T where a cop shot himself. Exactly. Uh, he said he was ambushed, and then the department announced after their investigation that he actually shot himself and offered the facts. Right. And out of all the witnesses that they had, they had 12 witnesses. One changed his story and said that he heard the cops two months after he had already stated that he didn't hear the cops. He was the only one that was allowed to testify before the grand jury. Not the other 11 that said they didn't hear nothing. And when they seen them, they was in plain clothes. They didn't know they was cops anyways. So it's all, it seems like a whole conspiracy. Something fishy this way swims. Yes. Hmm. Hmm. Sure. Well, we can all give a long sigh, and it's not over. It's not over, but... um 
a Texas school fired a white teacher, her name is Lillian White, for refusing to stop wearing a mask with Black Lives Matter written on one side and silence is violence written on the other. And this reminds me of the student back in July who was told he couldn't march and graduate if he didn't remove his Black Lives Matter mask during the ceremony. This is so exhausting because what I don't understand is how that hurts anymore. If I want to wear a mask, a shirt, a bandana, socks, or jeans, or tennis shoes, uh, uh, I want to cover my whole attire in Black Lives Matter, how does it hurt anyone for me to state that fact, that that's what I believe? How does that hurt anybody? It doesn't, um, and, I, and I'm right with you because this past uh, Friday, I made sure that I made a point to put my Black Lives Matter T-shirt on uh, for my virtual classes and even with my little Bitmoji for my announcements. My Bitmoji has the Black Lives Matter fist on his T-shirt. So uh, mm-hmm. it's one of those I wish somebody would say something to me kind of situation. Right. And I think they don't want to see it because they don't want to have to deal with it. They they want us to be silent about it. They want us to just go away. They want to have control over us, and we are not those people that they think we are. Not mm-hmm. not us now. And really, to be honest, and I think about that, you know, people say we're not our ancestors and so forth. But I'm going to give some credit to those before us. Mm-hmm. because there were a lot of sit-ins, a lot of protests, a lot of people that lost their lives, a lot of vicious um, repercussions for them standing up for rights during the civil rights movement, during the heat of the civil rights movement. And so I want to give them credit. We're saying we're not them, but a lot of them were very bold and daring at a time when they didn't even have the protections that we have. And so I want to give them credit um, for what they did for the movement. And we have a long way to go. But we're not exactly where we used to be. And so I don't want to discount, you know, those before us. And, this fight continues. It's a long fight. You know, we're talking about decades of wanting equal rights and wanting people to acknowledge that discrimination, bigotry, um, biases, systemic racism, all of those things exist to the detriment of our country, to the detriment of society. Um, I do believe we're stronger together. When you allow diverse minds and diverse talents to come together, then you make for a better place and better outcomes. And I don't know why people refuse to believe that, but it is what it is. So, again, it's very exhausting. Um, It's just tiring to deal with it day after day, week after week, year after year. Very tiring. Yeah. Well, Jay, I'm so glad to have you back. I know you've been busy with schooling and such, and, Many of us have found a bit of humor as we read your daily chronicles of virtual teaching. So how is it really going, and what do you have to share with us about these experiences? Well, as I was just telling uh, a colleague, I feel like I have worked more in these four weeks than I have in my previous 20 school years. Um, (laughs) Of course, on a daily basis, Murphy's Law is 
in effect. Um, <laughs> anything that can go wrong will go wrong. Not necessarily on my end, but it's mm-hmm. always it's almost always the the younger operators and their younger operator errors that seem to present the most problems. Uh, I find it completely mind-boggling how, you know, our children can, our students rather, um, can hop on Fortnite and do this, that, and the third, and they all on the PS, which one is it now, the PS5? But you tell them. I can't keep up. I can't either, but you tell them that you need an assignment submitted as an attachment by 11.59, and you admonish them not to wait until 11.57 to start on said assignment because the assignment closed at 11.59, but yet you get an email at 12.30. I couldn't submit my assignment. Well, that's maybe because you waited too late. And since you just emailed me at 12.30, mm, <laughs> that tells me that you tried to submit it at 11.58 and 59 seconds. or you know, that there's always a student for whom nothing is loaded. All right. Well, my mama told me way back in the 90s when I was much younger and much smaller with bigger glasses to go into computer science because, you know, the the World Wide Web was just coming, uh, just coming on board and, you know, all of the, in, the Internet was just sprouting up. And that was my thing back when I was in high school. Mama told me to go into computer science. I didn't listen. I wanted to be great and and save the world and and go into education and teach English. And so I have to remind my students daily, you know, when they, oh, this ain't loading for me. My Wi-Fi keep uh, glitching. Well, my mama told me to go to to go into computer science long before you were thought of, and I didn't listen. And here I am teaching English. Make it work. Get closer to the router. Hit the reload button. Restart your computer. That's all I can tell you. If none of those things work, <laughs> call the district tech support office because that's all I got. <laughs> yeah, the virtual experience has been full of challenges from, like you said, Internet to uh, the assignments not downloading or them not being able to upload. And that's just part of the issue. And then you have the chronicles of the antics that go on because, of course, people are in their own homes or their own spaces, and that's not a structured environment like a schoolhouse. So, hey, we've seen and heard some things that we wouldn't expect in a, in a learning environment. All right, the parents taking or taking the kids to go different places in the middle of class. Uh <laughs> What they do there? The students. I had a student to take himself off mute. Uh, Mama said uh, that I need to go over my grandmama's house. I said, but does your mother not understand you're in class right now? Yeah, but uh, she said I got to go over my grandma's house right now. All right, well, log in through your phone so you don't (laughs) miss anything. Not like I can stop you. Because I don't feel like arguing with your mama through this computer screen. Go on, log in through your phone. We'll holler at you. Wow. On a serious note, I guess the Tennessee Education Commissioner says that data is showing significant decrease in reading and math efficiency for students, particularly younger children. And then I recently read, though not surprised, that students of color have been hit the hardest further widening the proficiency gap. And so while some may argue that remote learning is better than nothing, 
we know that this style of learning isn't for everybody, and especially if you don't have the foundation skills on which to build. So it makes sense that our young ones are struggling the most, you know? It does. Um, however, there have been some concerns over the data on which uh, commissioner the commissioner's claims were based, especially mm. considering that in Tennessee we did not test last year. Uh, I know that here there was much talk about the not just the summer learning loss, but what they call the COVID slide that mm-hmm. accounted for the three months between uh, the end of well, the closure of schools due to the COVID pandemic and the actual end of the school year. Right. <sighs> yeah, long side. Um, long side, okay. Course, so Long side. Go ahead. The, so there's some question about the validity of this data. Exactly. Okay. Uh, like it's but it makes sense, though. I don't know what the numbers are. I don't know the accuracy, but it makes sense that if we have students that suffer summer learning loss, then the COVID slide would compound that, you know? True, true. And, you know, uh, several educators were very diligent even during the months that schools were closed for COVID in ensuring that instruction happened through Zoom or Microsoft Teams or other methods. So, um you know, you have you you have people on both sides uh, of the camp. Uh, I personally have my own concerns, like I said, about the validity of the data and mm-hmm. uh, the concern around this whole narrative of learning loss and what the real reason behind it is. You know, some of my colleagues have said they're pushing towards uh, hurrying to get the students back into in-person schooling. Others have said that this might be justification for going to year-round school. So we don't know the real modus operandi behind hmm. uh, this report and the the true nature of the the quote-unquote air quotes data that's okay. been brought to the forefront. Okay. Well, let me just say that I am so glad that I do not have kids in school at this point. You trying to rub it in, Pam? Is that what you, you know? I yeah. mean, okay. It's just, it's just stressful, you know, especially if you have multiple kids. Let's keep in mind that I had four in school at one time. Mm. Like, so that's different grades, different sections in the house they have to go to. Then two of the four might be cutting up. And it's, it would have just been a lot. I would have lost my mind. And I believe there are some parents that would concur with you <laughs> that are that are feeling similar struggles because I know it's difficult with one child and then you have two or you have three trying to stay on topic, different classrooms, different virtual learning environments, different expectations. And the younger they are, the more difficult it is for them to take, for you to take them out of a structured classroom and try to simulate that learning um, through a screen. So I feel for everybody having to deal with that. Everybody's been getting all those notifications. Mm-hmm. Don't don't you do it, Pam. I am not. I'm not even going to give that inside joke. I'm not. I'm not going. With that. You know what? I'm getting ready. Jay, Jay. Are we mm-hmm. going to talk about your president yeah. this week? 
Did y'all see the tax return? Well, you know, social media is all abuzz with the latest uh, revelation, as Pam mentioned, concerning his tax return. One year, supposedly, he only paid $750 in income tax. <laughs> and one of my friends even posted that, you know, he spends more on his wigs than he, you know, pays in income tax. <laughs> all facts. I am speechless. Because I hadn't seen that yet. Um, I'm going to go do a little research, and then I'll share that with the listeners when I pull some of these stories together. Of course, you can always see and read about what we talk about on Talking With T by visiting our website, and that's TalkingWithT.com. Before we go, I want to encourage you, even plead with you to exercise your right to vote. Your vote does matter. Your voice counts. Do your research. Do your part. And I'm going to say this again. Voting for Trump doesn't make you a racist, but it means it's not a deal breaker for you. It's not a deal breaker to demean, devalue, and demoralize others. It's not a deal breaker to incite hate and promote it. But if all that's okay with you, that's your right. I'm just asking that everybody exercise their right to vote. What you say is. Yes, please do. Yeah, how you can get there. What was that song? Uh, who was that? Alita Adams. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Trailway. Airplane, Trailway. Boat, crawl, swim. However you can get to the polls, even if you're going to do the mail-in, make sure you have everything in place so that you can get your boat in and your boat counted. Well, that's it for this bit. And I can't wait to talk to the two of you next week. And I can't wait to tell it. Going to say it. Well, once again, we've come to the end, but be reminded you can call in with your thoughts or opinions to the Talking with T Talk line. That's 865-409-1170. You can also leave comments on TalkingWithT.com. Share some stories or spill some tea. In the meantime and in between time, engage with us on social media and join our Facebook group, The Tea Room. Thank you for tuning in to Talking With T, your urban talk show. The show designed with you in mind. And we would love to connect with you right now on social media. All things Talking With T. And you can listen to the show 24-7, 365 on iTunes, Google Play, SoundCloud, and iHeartRadio. Now on that note, T will end with a quote. Courage isn't having the strength to go on. It's going on when you don't have the strength. Remember where you heard the word. Keep being kind until next time. You've been listening to Talking with Tea.